Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by Coors Light. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash TNT. Please celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Gold, Colorado. And now a message from Discover about rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that's useful, like cashback match, for instance. Discover matches all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we pay our respects to the GOAT who tragically lost his life. Coach K, I'm talking about, uh, I, I assume, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm gauging it off Basically of the way, covered. Yeah, yes. the way people are talking about it, that Coach K tragically passed away leading into... Not going to be around the program anymore, he says. Even though he's a brand ambassador, lives in Durham, yeah. will definitely be around the program. Yes. But yeah, we'll talk about all that. We're going to talk about Coach K. We're going to spend the next four to seven hours uh, uh, in honor of his 1,170 wins. Um, we are yeah. going to go through our 1,100, top 1,170 moments of Coach K's career yes. and life and legacy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so please join us on this journey. It will be very extensive, very comprehensive, mm-hmm. and it's the only way we know how. I'm kidding. Obviously, I'm <laughs> kidding. But uh, we're going to talk. We're going to talk a little bit about it because yeah. uh, you know, as much as we like to joke about K, uh, we the, do have respect. We do we, we respect a, with a K. <laughs> yeah. I spell respect, respect with a K. Um, and and Tate's an emotional mess because his team's fighting to be on the. They're off on the, the bubble. No, no, no. They're in. They're in. What top so, three power conference team with 22 wins is not going to get in? You show me the numbers. I'll show you a liar. Uh, meanwhile, conference tournaments are underway. You will not believe yes. what happened yesterday in the Missouri Valley. There was, it, it was madness. Like you would, I, I don't know. I didn't actually, I wasn't <laughs> but conference tournaments are underway. And it's fun because you can just turn on your TV. You see the smaller Ooh. schools fighting it out. Uh, technically, all these schools are still A lot of alive. betters are apparently, you know, this is the week they lock in to watch these teams. Is that right? Uh, yeah. That, that's, a bunch of my friends are like, oh, I'm watching every single one of these games. You know, I got, I got to get prepared for next week. I'm like, oh my God. Um, also in college basketball news, uh, Joey Bronk. Uh, yes. Bronkomania is swept over. I so God. Yes. It, it is. <laughs> Last night against Michigan State, he was he was absolutely electric. Was was had eighteen points. He, he came into the game having scored thirty two points. He scored eighteen last night. Uh, so we got him on the show. Talked to him for like five ten minutes. Could have had uh, more. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they kept feeding yeah. him. You, if you fed the hot hand like you should, I literally said the phrase while I was watching the game. We got to get Brunk a touch here. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we were with the experience. It was like. Malachi, we had two first round uh, picks on the floor, Malachi Branham and EJ Liddell that are that are taking shots. And I was like, we got it. It's been four possessions since Brock's got a touch. We got to get him a touch. Uh, so we talked to Joey. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we have Fraud Friday. Whew. Last fraud power rankings of the season. This is it. This is the last wow. one that's going to take you home. Uh, and finally, please a, let Coach KB on there. Please, a boots KB on the ground Donda homecoming. Oh man, recap, boy. Three of us, boy, went to the Donda homecoming <laughs> part seven. Kanye didn't even go. Kanye <laughs> didn't even go. We went. <laughs> we went. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. All of that coming up. But first, Woody Durham. All right, Tate. Uh, you wanted to start with Donda. I wanted. I, I was thinking maybe we do Donda at the end, but you wanted to just get it out of the way. I just think that you know a lot of people they hear us and they say, "What are these guys going to go do? They're going to go to the Donda Academy." To, yeah. like, I even talk to people 
the day of and said, you know, they're like, what are you doing tonight? And I said, I'm going to the Donda game. And then the what? Yeah. The who? A lot of people are still not up to speed on what On what is. exactly it is. Yes. My father uh, asked me the day after we went to the game, my, my dad called me and yeah. like he talked to me about it as though it was like a high school game, like a real, like a true. Yes. Like, cause you know, my like, dad, did you learn my dad's about plugged into the yeah. Indiana high school basketball scene. So he's like, so what, did, were they playing the rival? Like, was this for like a sectional? I was like, dad, none of that exists. There's no such thing as rivals. There's no such thing as tournaments. Yeah. It's it just out. like a, an exhibition, like a, I, I don't know. So, uh, Anyway, we, we but they had lost to this team, I guess, earlier that yeah. that they played in this homecoming game. So yeah. this was a redemption game, a revenge game for Donda Academy. Yes, if that makes any sense. But I think they've only played like eight games all time. <laughs> it was uh, so. So we want to walk through the experience. Uh, you, yes. we, we were watching Saturday as all the madness was going on. Saturday being the the day that the top six teams in college basketball yes. lose. A historic we're at, day. We're at Tate's place. Tate's sitting in the recliner, just like this has been an insane day. Uh, but I got something even more insane. Let's, let's, like, more let's, insane. let's raise the stakes. And I was like, what? And he said, I, I just bought three tickets to the Donda game yes. on Wednesday. Homecoming game. And uh, Jim Jim and I both thought you were joking. You were not joking. Um, it said on the tickets that the game, what, what did it say? Like five to nine? It said five thirty to nine is, but the game started at seven. Okay. But but you you were allowed to get in at five thirty. We learned once we got there. Yes. So we we were working on the assumption that like there's no way this game started at seven. Yes. There's no way. You guys, yeah. the ticket says five thirty, but you got to my place around six. You know yeah. what I mean? Because because we're Donda experts. We're like, yes. no way Kanye's getting there at five thirty. Yes. And Let alone seven. Like if it's a Kanye concert, he's not going on until five thirty. Yeah, he's yeah. not going on. It's five thirty nine, yeah. but yeah. he'll be there. He'll be in there. Exactly. So uh, we were like, you know, we'll we'll, we'll show up at seven thirty, and and it'll be perfect. And, and in fact, we were driving on our way there. We were like, we might show up at the exact same time Kanye gets here. Yes. And we might just like pull in right next to him mm -hmm. and, and walk in next to him. And uh, <laughs> these are the as we're driving to Cal State Northridge, the home of Mark Godfrey. Yeah. Yeah. We uh. It was all black. It, that that was that was the. We all had black on. We all had to wear black. I I wore. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to wear a hat because like I I wanted to just be head literally head to toe blackout. Yeah. Um. So we, had, we debated masks. We we, we thought did. About I was I was about to just throw a mask on. I had black pants on. I had my black jacket on. Um. And then I I realized I don't have a black hat. The only black hat I had was the NASCAR hat I bought at Daytona. Oh, that'd um, have been good. And I I put it on. I was like, that doesn't seem right. And so I'm walking out, uh, I'm getting ready to leave. And I was like, I guess I just won't wear a hat. And then I caught the cowboy hat that I had bought in Texas when, when we were doing the football road trip, uh, when Jim and I were doing yeah, the football yeah. road trip at, uh, at, at Texas A&M. My cowboy hat was black. And I was like, screw it. And I grabbed the cowboy hat. I wore that. Um, I f it felt right. The vibes were right. Everything was right. And honestly, people and, in there thought you were from the Montana part of Kanye's Yeah, they life. did. <laughs> you know what I mean? They thought that you came from Montana. And then uh, we walked into the gym and... <laughs> I don't know what I expected, but I it, it was shocking to say the least. It was yeah. it was I I I say this as a guy who, um, as a reminder, folks. I don't know if you've ever heard my appearances on the Bill Simmons podcast, but I played on one <laughs> hell of an AAU basketball team. In fact, maybe the greatest AAU basketball team of all time. Which is to that, say, now who was on that team? <laughs> which is to say that I've seen some shit in the AAU yeah, circles. Yeah. I've seen uh -huh. like I've been at some prep basketball yeah. scenes. That would make your head spin of just like shady characters like over in the corner yeah. and you're like just weird vibes. I've been around it. I've seen it all. Yeah. I've never in my life seen anything like this. I've never in my life walked into a gym where it was it was a full blackout. <laughs> and and you're saying to yourself, like, that's not unusual. Like 
you don't know, Texas Tech might do a blackout. Yeah, and yeah, I bet yeah. if you went to if you went to Lubbock during a Texas Tech blackout, I bet everybody's wearing all black and I bet it's like sick and they're really into it. Yeah. The difference being, Tate, Texas Tech is a real university that has real like like people grew up. There's a built in audience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's students. They've watched alumni. Texas Tech basketball their entire yeah. lives. Uh-huh. It all leads to this moment that they're like, Oh, we have a big game. I'm gonna wear black. Again, Donda, this is the Donda homecoming game. <laughs> Who is coming home? Donda doesn't exist. It, not only has it never existed, it doesn't exist now. Um, and Ye calls it a basketball team. Yeah. Like when he speaks about it, he doesn't say he like doesn't my say school. school. Yeah, he says my basketball team. And he somehow got hundreds of uh, not, not, thousands. He got thousands. There were a few thousand people in there yeah. to all wear black. Yeah. Uh, to cheer for kids. If, if you would have asked everybody in that gym, like name literally one player on this team. No idea. No idea. Name um, a basketball move. Name. Na- <laughs> What sport is this? Yeah, no idea. It was it was the weirdest scene because uh yeah, like like it, it just it, it jumped out immediately that these people are not basketball fans. Well you mentioned not, you they, mentioned like AAU environments. It's like I would go to like the John Wall holiday invitational, you know what I mean? And that's like a crowd, there's no seats, it's going crazy, you know what I mean? But everyone there is like invested in what's going on on the basketball court. Yeah. This is hot topic. You know, you're you're at hot topic and there's a basketball game that's going on, and it's like a vanity project yes. while everyone else is existing at home. A lot of a lot of dudes wearing fanny packs over their shoulders. Yeah, you well, know. Yeah, of course. I a mean, lot this, of this is hot topic. A lot of uh, I'm sure that these NFL, are the vamp kids from South Park yeah. also that were here. <laughs> yeah, and they had no interest in the basketball game. And then there's a lot of talent on the basketball court. They're not really even playing basketball. Though. They're not you playing know? basketball. Yeah. <laughs> so we got there at halftime, and the guy, the the dude from America's Got Talent, that throws paint onto yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, onto the, the, the he, he like makes these messy paintings, and then he flips them upside down. And you're like, oh my god, it's Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, what was he doing? Yeah, there? what was yeah. he doing? Was he? Yeah. It's like almost magic. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's the halftime entertainment, um, which which in and of itself is a lit, it's a high school basketball game, and yeah. you got like this. You booked this dude from there. He's got talent to like, and he's trying to get the crowd <laughs> yeah. involved. And honestly, they were the most involved in him doing the painting because again, they basketball right. is yes. You know, it's like I don't get it. Yes, this was uh, an opportunity for them to like put this on the gram. They were like, I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna take a video of this. Um, and then the pic, the painting is Kanye's mother, Donda, Donda. Which you know, like the namesake for the academy and the team. Yeah, which again, like the whole the whole vibe of it all. And I I don't begrudge Kanye for like wanting to honor his mother. What is like weird to me is that like there there was definitely a cult of of strangers who were almost worshiping this woman who I'm sure was a great woman. And I don't, but it, it like the vibe was like, what are we doing here? Like what what is going on? Like what <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, 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 I felt like I was in Bizarro Land. Like every step of the way, I'm like, what? I just wanted to talk to everybody. Like, why are you here? What? Like, well, I'm here as a joke. Why and, are you here? Yeah. And then we figured out why they why they were there, and it was because of the merch. The merch. And there's a merch table, right? And there's a sweatshirt, and there's shorts, and a t-shirt. There's three items that you can buy. All of them. They just had the Donda Dove. On yeah. And they look like it's screen printed on. We walk up and there's like three or four people in line. We're like, this might be too long for us to wait. Someone walks over to you, right? And then it's yeah. like, sir, are you looking at w- are you looking at merch? Yeah, I I, I didn't actually Down, I didn't actually want to get anything. I think Jim wanted to buy something. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think we wanted, wanted to get something for Jim. And I wanted to feel what they felt. Yeah. I was yeah. curious how much a they were gilded shirts, but they were sold, selling for $140. <laughs> yep. So we walk over to the booth and there are a couple people in line and I was like, yeah, that line's too long. And then the security guard taps me on the shoulder. He's like, Are you are you trying to get some merch? And I was yeah. like, Not really, dude. I just want to like see the prices. And he's like, Well, the line back there and he points across the hall 
is yes. the auxiliary gym of Cal State Northridge. The volleyball where gym. The volleyball if gym. If you know the Matadome, yeah. there's the volleyball gym and there's the basketball gym. Where the there there are like uh there are ropes set up where three thousand people. Yes. <laughs> Where you have to go through a line to then, like, you get to the front. It's like if you're in line to go to the Sistine Chapel yes. or something. Space you know Mountain. I mean? yeah. And then when you get to the front of that line, they then allow you to go to the merch line. And I was like, this and, they, is and they don't tell you the prices no, before you no. get in the line. So you get in the line blind. You know what I mean? And then yes. by the time you wait two hours, you're like, I'll pay anything we, to get out of this. <laughs> we, again, basketball. We, we didn't want any merch. We just were curious. So we, I, I, I told you guys, like, you, I was, yeah. you guys are like, yeah, we don't need to wait. I was like, no, let's do it. Let's wait. Let's see what happens. And uh, we stood in line for 15 minutes and did not move. And I was like, all right. <laughs> all right, never mind. And the, don't do, so we don't know how much the merch was. I don't know. We, we looked it up online, Jim. Oh, did you? Jim, you, you had the yeah. numbers, right? The sweatshirt was $200. <laughs> T-shirt was $140. And I think the shorts were 100 Or they were 140 also. Maybe. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, well, and again, these are just, it just has the Donna Dove on them. Uh, and not then, all of them. Some are just black. Some of them are just, just <laughs> no, <I'm> black. <laughs> yeah, just no logo, nothing. Uh, Titus, you had your cowboy hat on, and while we were in the merch line, <laughs> yeah. you would think that you would be the only person in a cowboy hat, right? That's yeah, what we just, <laughs> we're standing in line. I, I had a cowboy hat, and I had a jean <laughs> jacket. I had a black jean jacket on to tie the look together. There's, there's <laughs> I had a. Uh, oh my god! I had my my account, uh, uh, and I looked at myself, and I in the mirror, and I was like, I look ridiculous. Yeah, I, I look, you know, I, I wasn't even doing it to stand out per se. I was just trying to wear all black, and that's like kind of what I had, and I threw it on. And as we were in a merch line, there was another man in line with a cowboy hat and a yeah. black jean jacket on, and I was like, and literally is- stood like right next to you. And then <laughs> I was like, I think this room might be too small for the both of you guys. I mean, someone's got to, this is a dual <laughs> moment. You know what I mean? You just got to pull oh out your God. pistol at that so, point. So um, I don't know what, what else there really is to recap. It is, it, I, I'd say that. It I, is as nonsensical as we ever. College basketball's fine. Yes. I don't, I don't yeah. think we have to worry about uh, Donda Academy sinking college basketball. I don't think, uh, my, my suspicion <laughs> was correct that, uh, if a five star announces he's going to Donda, I think college okay. basketball is going to be. It's going to be okay. The thing that I was thinking about, I was watching Robert Dillingham, who is you know a top recruit, top ten recruit, going to NC State, and I'm watching him last night in this Donda game, and all I could think to myself was, this guy's going to go from flying to Miami to Chicago, yeah, to Los Angeles, to then he's going to be playing at NC State. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that is going. It's going to feel like down. it's going to be like Donda. <laughs> <laughs> was like the NBA, and he's going back to high school, even though he went from high school to college. You yeah. know, and that's the only concern about Donda. How can you let go from this life of luxury so down to college? I, I recently learned that Kanye's appeal to these kids is mm-hmm. that he he's a fashion icon, right? Like yes. I I I, I'm, I'm, I understand I'm yes. telling on myself that I'm not hip to, no, to what's going Kanye on. Kanye has a deal with Gab. Easy. Yeah. So I, because because it, it always confused me, like why you know, like I get like our generation might be into the idea of like playing basketball for Kanye, but like why why would like yeah. sixteen and seventeen year olds care? And then for the brand, it, it's for the brand. And then it <laughs> dawned on me that like so so his whole motivation with this is just to like is it to launch a shoe? Is is it to basically like get NBA players in five years? Say he has that a are Ye- wearing he Yeezys. has a Yeezy basketball shoe. His, his goal funny. his goal is to be Michael Jordan but bigger. You know what I mean? Got it. That makes sense. That's and, totally- and, and he looks at Jordan's <laughs> shoes and he's like, I want to have Yeezys on all the players. Michael Jordan but bigger. Easy. Done. <laughs> Let's do it. Walt Disney but bigger. Yes. Michael Jordan but bigger. Michael Jackson but bigger. That is what Kanye West <laughs> all is going tied after. together. Yeah. Um. <laughs> No, I, I, uh, but before I went to the Donda game, I thought to myself, uh, you know, as, as NFTs are taking over oh, no. all of, uh, what, what, no, 
all of society, I thought to myself, who 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 buy like as much as people talk about NFTs, I don't know a single person that owns an NFT has yeah. has tried to purchase an NFT, all that. Mm-hmm. And then I went to this Donda game and I was like, oh, all of, all of these people yes. are the NFT people. Yes, these are the people that are are spending all their money. <laughs> They're putting their life savings into an NFT and a two hundred dollar sweatshirt. Kyle, Kyle would have thrived there, by the way. Kyle. Yeah, like that would have yeah. been. That'd have been Kyle, a good we needed game. Kyle there to be our translator. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> explain he what just, the hell is. He just said it was lit, Mark. Yeah. It just means it's a good time. I will give Kanye credit for this. He, uh, he, 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 he like brought all races together. I was surprised by yeah, that. Like, yeah, the yeah. demographics that were there. No, everyone, dude, was, everybody, everyone was represented. I didn't realize Kanye had a mass appeal like that. There, there was like every demographic you could think of was. But they were all the same. But they were all the same. (laughs) You know what I mean? They all were like in the same cult. They all believe in Donda. Oh, man. That's enough. Uh, Let's, uh, I'm sick of talking about an egomaniac who wants everyone to worship at his feet and kiss his feet and bow down to him at every turn. So let's pivot away from that and talk about Coach K. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Coach K's jealous of Donda Academy for sure. He should. He already has the K Academy. You know what I mean. But he should make it like literally the K Academy. Yeah. Well, K, well, K, I will, K. You know that's not fair because K leading into this North Carolina game has has done a handful of press conferences where he has said <laughs> he does not want to make it about him. Uh-huh. He has said that that Duke University was was his for forty two years, but he's ready to to pass it off to John Shire and. It, 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 it's it's, it's, it doesn't even make sense what he said. He said it's been mine for forty two years, but it's Duke for Duke's forever. And it's like. Wait a second. So it was yours for forty. So it hasn't been Duke's for forty two years. Yeah. <laughs> so and, and now you're giving it back to Duke. <laughs> and like, what's Duke? Duke's like, we don't know what to do with this. <laughs> I've held this university hostage for forty two years. That I have. Uh, no. Um, and then Duke tried to make a decision for their next coach. They're like, okay, coach, thank you so much. We're gonna move forward. We're gonna make a Duke decision. We choose Tommy Amaker, and he's like, no, now. give me, give me, give me the university back. I'm gonna ch- <laughs> give me that back. Uh, so Duke versus North Carolina. In case you missed oh, folks, gosh. Duke will be playing North Carolina. It will be Coach K's last game in Cameron Indoor Stadium on Saturday. Yep. Um, he he. Uh, Duke has invited every former Coach K player back, which comes out to 208 players, is what they said. Mm-hmm. I, I think someone did that. Does that include transfers? Does uh, that include the guys no, that? I don't think. So. I don't think it does. Did Rashid Suleiman get a? Invitation? Did Jabinaje? Michael Jabinaje? Did Derek Thornton? Yeah. Did Did Marquise? Bolden. How does he say it? Mar- Marcus. Marcus? I think it's just Marcus at the Marcus. end. I think in the end he just went with Marcus. I thought he got, Duke- got Dukeified. He, like he did like the first Bolden. three years and then I think at the end he was like, I'm just Marcus Bolden. <laughs> um, who, uh, so he invited 208 players back. Yes. Apparently the reports are that they expect 70 to 80. Does that feel low to you? Because when I saw that I was like, oh, that's it? Very low. 70 guys are coming back? Yeah. Out of 208? I mean, I don't know. It's the difference between a brotherhood and a family. You know what I mean? A brotherhood, there's only a certain amount of people that could be there. And Coach K, as we know, you know, Corey Maggette, is is he going to be there? Great question. Like, there's guys, Josh McRoberts, is he going to be there? Josh McRoberts. You know, there's there's probably not going to be. Greg Paulus. Is Greg Paulus going to be there? Maybe so he can, you know, help build his resume up. But like, the way that it ended for GP. I wouldn't I think, go. Back. I think Greg. I think Paula sees it as a networking opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. So he's going there for LinkedIn purposes. Lance Thomas. He's another guy. He'll be there. You think he'll be there? I think he'll be there. All right. I think he shows. I think he. And they try to act like 
did, what do you mean nothing happened here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did did Pete Gaudet get invited, do you think? No. Oh, well, maybe did. If they lose, Pete Gaudet it goes on his record. <laughs> he's, he's, like, <laughs> he's in the building. Coach Gay's like, this, Pete, was, come here. <laughs> this wasn't on me. Pete, come I here, I want to tell game. you something. It's like, gotcha, bitch. And he throws him in the seat and then takes off running. <laughs> or what if they're down at halftime? Coach K makes Shire go out for the second half, and that's his first loss. <laughs> that's, that would be smart. Where uh, where where's your head at with all of this? We'll we'll talk about the game. Like so, yeah. We're we're obviously talking about the, the. It is all about K. We're we're doing a podcast tomorrow. We're gonna we're gonna yeah, go yeah. back to your house and and watch <laughs> the game and and do a a post game show. We'll talk about like the the actual game. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For now, it's all about K. So, uh, as a North Carolina guy, um, mm. where where is your head at in all with all of this going into seeing all the coverage, <laughs> hearing all the stories? I mean, it's exactly what. You know, I reported and scooped originally. This is the Coach K farewell tour, and this is the final act. You know what I mean? This is, we already have Jay Billis outside of Shosheskyville talking about why Coach K learned French and, you know, and, and all these ridiculous stories that you're like, what, and how he wouldn't have been a lawyer without Coach K, uh, and he wouldn't be in broadcasting without Coach mm -hmm. K. And, you know, every single person is now coming out. And, you know, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to hear soon that, you know, Derek Jeter wouldn't have played baseball without Coach K. I mean, I, I, I th that is the level that we're getting to with these stories. And if you see the slate for ESPN this weekend, I mean, you're going to get blued out. I mean, you're going to get, like, this is going to be the Coach K blue blood weekend. You, you can't dodge it. You can't escape it. You just got to soak it in. And as Carolina people, this is everything that we always knew. I mean, the, the ego of Coach K that we have always talked about and always said, this is the difference between Dean and K. One says, this program is mine. And the other one says, this is my player's program. You know what I mean? This is the difference between the two. And you can sum it up like that. You know what I mean? And I don't have to say much else. That is who they are. And so this moment in time, it, he is who we thought he was. You know what I mean? So it, it can, it's a confirmation bias. You know what I mean? It's like everything I've always thought, yes, yes. I'm seeing it on display. But I also know that Coach K does great for cancer. I know Coach K... Uh, learned a lot from Jimmy V and Dean Smith about how to be a good human being, and I think he practices those things. Wow, look at you. So I, I acknowledge that, you know what I mean? But other than that, it is the vanity that we all suspect. It is. I, I am. Uh, I, I, I was getting more emotional than I thought I was. I was, I was watching it. I was tearing up. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, uh, no, watching all the stuff, though, like it is, uh, it, it's... It, I, I'm torn because on the one hand it is over the, the top it is obnoxious yes. as hell it is like it, it. this is what ESPN does better than any like for, for every, everyone likes to rip on like ESPN if there's anyone that deserves the moment it's Coach K I will yeah. say that like sure give give him the full runway everyone talks about what ESPN sucks at but one thing they are great at is just shoving something down your throat yes. nonstop. And, yes. and this time it is Coach K uh -huh. and so like my my instinct is to 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 push it away You're like shut like who cares he's one man it doesn't matter but you're right. If there's anybody that deserves it, I guess it is him and 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 what he has built at Duke. And he is the greatest, in all seriousness, he's the greatest basketball coach in the history of college basketball. Um, or, or the most successful. The winning is. The winning is. Yeah. yeah. The winning is. The great. How do we? How, greatest, I think, is not the best, but the greatest. Definitely the greatest. Not the best. Rick Pitino's the best. Mm. He's the greatest. Um. So I, I and, and that part, like I understand. Rick Pitino is going to come on our show, by the way. I, I think he likes that we acknowledge yeah. that he's the goat. We're going to talk about Rick Pitino more yeah. in a little bit, by the way. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I, I did like find myself th this week. I have been sort of like like 
digesting all the stories and what everybody's saying. And there is like a little bit of the feeling of like, it, it, it will be weird moving forward because yeah. this is the one constant. And, um, you know, I mean, shit, the people that listen to our show know that like, <laughs> we spend more time talking about K yeah. than just about anyone because it's, 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 he's a content goldmine. You can't yeah. help it. Like everything that comes out of his mouth is hilarious. Um, so we, we love to make fun of him, but he is the the greatest. And, and I don't know, it's just, it, it is like a weird deal because, uh, I cannot imagine, my life without Duke basketball in it in some capacity that like mm -hmm. having Duke there and and I'm, I know I'm preaching to the choir because you're this is this yeah, is yeah. but I, I'm saying this as an outsider like Duke is always um it has always like cast a shadow over all of college basketball there's always just kind of they're the evil know, empire they, they really are yeah, yeah. And and it's this not is the it's not Duke. This is the end of the Death Star. But it's not Duke. Like that. Yeah, that's yeah. the point. And I think Kay saying like it's been my university for forty two years. He was absolutely right. Like it's it's very egotistical to say that, but it's true. So I guess like in yeah, that yeah. regard, like I can't kill him too much because the reasons we hate Duke, you could say it's JJ Redick and Grayson Allen and Christian Leitner and like on and on and on. It's Coach K. It's no, it. Ad attitude. It starts at leadership. the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's it. So like mm -hmm. I I I genuinely when John Shire takes over. And even if he's great and and it feels similar, I don't know if it, it I, I don't think we'll ever get to that level of like of of I don't know if hatred's the right word, but just like yeah, interest in Duke. You know what I mean? Like cause Duke, like to me, Duke becomes just another good college basketball program when yeah. John Shire takes over. <clears throat> the whole mystique, the whole, you know, the the, the whole like other. Because the Duke yeah. Duke has it has operated independently of all of college basketball. This always. Is, they they've They're always had their own yeah. own stuff going on. And that is because of how it's very Kate, tight. Yes, runs his stuff. Yeah. And I feel like when when Shire takes over, it's going to be they 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 like welcome him back into the general public of college basketball, blend it all together, and now you're just like one of the rest. Which is their nightmare. Yeah. That is what it they, is my nightmare is a guy who loves to just like you know, if we have nothing to talk about, I just yeah. Google Coach K hit enter and then I'm like, all right, <laughs> all right that'll lead the show, you know? Yeah, I mean, that is what Coach K is trying to, I think that's why he stopped the Tommy Amaker thing because then it becomes, like you said, it, it is just another program in the yeah. in the conversation amongst all these other college basketball powerhouses. And he wants to keep, maybe not control of the program. He's like, I don't want control. I, who, who said that? I say it. I mean, I'll, I'll take it. He definitely wants the control, but maybe not the basketball part of it. But he also knows that, like, that air of, you know, this is the Death Star. This is the place. Yeah. That is the cachet of Duke. And if you don't have that, what do you really have? What is the Death Star without Darth Vader? <laughs> Nothing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know my Star Wars lore. Nothing. Okay. Okay. Is that a spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing. Nobody cares. Okay. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's the concern with Coach K. He's worried about the apathy yeah. more than anything. Duke's going to be good. I mean, like, their recruiting sure. class is insane next but year. But what's the allure? But yeah. Like, but is it, yeah. Is is it is it as polar? Are they going to be as polarized? No. 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 So. And the new number that we have to, that we have to praise now, that ESPN, you said they're shoving it down our face. I can't get it out of my head. Five thousand three hundred and seven, the lowest ticket price to be in Cameron Indoor get in price. for Coach K's last game. Five thousand three hundred and seven. I don't know why they keep shoving. Uh, does any have? They were like, it's uh, three Super Bowls are the only ones that have been more per ticket. And it's like, is Big Ten says what, like what? What do people expect to have? Like, is is the America's Got Talent guy painting at halftime? Like, I think what so. Is, yeah. What kind of show are we expecting? Because the game is not. Is Leitner going to be there? Leitner's going to be there. Dude, should we get our predictions in? Who is? There, there's going to be a moment where Kay comes out, obviously, and by moment I mean like probably like an hour and a half 
So have you heard? I, I'll Procedure. tell you. I'll tell what? you what, so uh, they're lying to you at home. Game is starting at six. The game is not starting at six. The game is starting at 6.20 because we have a 20-minute pregame ceremony for Coach K. And then if that's not enough for you, you're like, all right, pregame ceremony, get over it. It's fine. There's a postgame ceremony <laughs> for Coach K as well. Uh, so he has two ceremonies that will be happening during this broadcast. It's actually ridiculous. It, I, I didn't even know that. Was, I, didn't know that you could actually, I didn't know that you could have two ceremonies other than like I, my They're Super not doing 16. one at halftime? The yeah. only time I've seen that is my Super Sweet 16. I did not know that you could do that. The halftime one, too. <laughs> yeah, probably. Shoehorn that in there. <laughs> I love the... The America's Great. got Tally Guy's painting. Everyone thinks <laughs> it's going to be a painting. Coach Katie flips it over, and it's Kanye's mom again. <laughs> Everyone at Cameron's like, what the hell was that? How much was uh, Roy Williams' uh, ticket to Roy Williams' last game? Like 10 bucks? Oh, God. 10 bucks? 12 bucks? Nobody knew it was his last it, uh, game, Jim, because he didn't do a farewell tour. You buy the number oh, yeah, one meal at Bojangles, they throw a ticket in with it, I think, is how it worked. Bojangles. Oh. <laughs> um, the, fu the funniest part about it all to me is that Kay is uh, pretending as though he has no control over any of this. That he's just yeah. like a... like. like he's like, I don't know. They like His attitude seems to be like, I don't want it to be about me, but you know, like they... He said they, he they said, set up the ceremony. So he I guess said verbatim, got, it's not about me; it's about us. Like all he has to do is what, make one what, call. And say, what is like, no ceremonies, no no anything. Like I want to win the game and focus on the tournament and our team. Yeah. Or or like we can do like one quick thing at the end or so. You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's saying I want a pregame ceremony, a postgame ceremony. This is and the, I want to be the one seed in Chicago in my hometown. That's this, the other thing he's demanding. That's he's right. already asking to be That's one. Right. He already expects to be a one seed, and two, he's demanding where they're going to be a one seed. This is uh this is the problem with with farewell tours is that no matter how great you are, no matter how likable you are, and Coach K is certainly not likable to the to the general college basketball fans. Mm -hmm. But um, no no matter what level you're at, there will reach a point, and people listening are like, we reach this point in November, but there will reach a point where everyone's like, enough is enough. Like, yeah. God damn it. I don't need... And it's not like Kobe where he can like go score 60 points in his last game and we're all like, this is why this guy yeah. is incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what can Coach K do other than get like teed up or like smack a ref or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Then I'd be like, wow, that's the Coach K. I, that is I, I true. like that. I like that is true. What, what, what are we looking for? If you're a Duke fan, what are you looking for to be like, that's vintage K. Teed up. That's what we came teed for. Up. Like, Carolina is up 10 points. Coach K gets teed up, and then Duke goes on like a 15 to 15-0 yeah. run. They take that would the be that's the equivalent the of like Hulk Hogan coming out of WrestleMania and doing a leg drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is Coach K getting teed up? Yeah. Um, and and him coming to the ref. Yeah. Like saying, come, you know what I mean? Like the whole, it's the whole thing. What about him yelling at the Cameron crazies to shut up? Yes. What about that? Yes. Is that vintage K as well? I would, I, I would think say. So. <laughs> I think so. I think they're booing Capel as he walks in. Like the, he's like walking in to, to get, he's like thinking they're going to, they're like, boo again. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, my, my final thought on K before, uh, before the game starts is, uh, I do think, as much as I like to make fun of him, I'm going to get serious here. Okay. I do think the good has outweighed the bad through the years. I agree. I would agree with that. So I'll say that. I think the good <laughs> has outweighed the bad. I, I do. I think I also... Think, I think he is taken... I genuinely believe this. He is. He has been a net positive to college basketball. <laughs> here's, here's, how, here's what I would say. I think... <laughs> I think Coach K, you know, like he deserved like his piece of, piece of cake, you know, and he ate his piece of cake and you're like, you know, great. You're having a great time. But then he started like eating other people's pieces of cakes. You yeah. Know what I mean, like three times being the the head coach of the Olympic team. I'm glad Bob Knight apparently caught him out on this. That's egregious. I I, I think egregious. this is where it went into overdrive for me. Is like, you know how he got that job? You want to hear? You, you know how Coach what? K got the USA job? How? Dean Smith. 
You serious? Yeah. Jerry Colangelo asked. Or is that just NCAA? No, 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 no. no. Jerry, Colangelo, Jerry Colangelo has told the story. Jerry Colangelo asked Dean Smith who he thought should be the coach of Team USA. And Dean Smith, between Popovich and Coach K, and Dean Smith said Coach, coach K. K. And then Coach K would not. And then Coach K would up. never like. That's what I'm saying. He like he got. He should have just got his cake and then ate it. And I it. I, he I kept would, eating more cake. I would agree. I, I agree with that in the sense of like for me the the I started rolling my like I never really hated yeah. K. I I like cheering against Duke, but like frankly it was because they were good and I hated that of they course. were number one all the time. But that run of uh you know the late 90s early 2000s the 2000s Duke I didn't hate the Duke. I hated the yeah. teams because they were like. Yeah, they were yeah. Alabama football. It was like this. This is disgusting. Every single year, they're they're a national title threat. This is pissing me off. But then they were also ultimate frauds with JJ. You know what I mean? That's like right. they were like the biggest AJ frauds Boye. of all time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like they would have that too, where you're just like, yes. oh JJ, ready? I, I heard I heard Jay, and I just immediately went to Jay Williams. Oh, also yeah. frauds. I mean, a lot of that's what I'm saying. A lot of frauds. Yeah, JJ, ready? Uh, the JJ Reddick years weren't even. I I I I didn't even feel like that was that. What flipped for me was like around 2015. They win the national title. Yes. And then you're right. Like there was a sense as I started to watch like K more and more. He 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 like started. He basically took Calipari's entire approach. Yes, and says mine. Said it's mine. Yeah. Then he stole started Dean, Dean Smith's approach. Yeah. And then he that. started. He, he went from like a stole Jimmy V's approach. Mine. The the facade started cracking. I think too much of, cake. of you know you know because like the whole the the thing he was selling the whole time was like we are I I recruit these guys to this prestigious university yeah. student athletes et cetera et cetera mm-hmm. and then he starts doing one and done game which spits in the face of like everything he was kind of standing for Before. forever when he was like I'm still a Bobby Knight disciple which is fine because you're like you know you're doing the one and done game you just want to wait like I I'm not I don't begrudge you for that but then he he continued to like lecture people and and yeah. you know talk to Dylan Brooks after the game and go into locker. Like when all of that stuff started happening and it became more in your face. I don't know. And I was like, all right, what are we doing here? And then at that point, I'm I'm not out on K, but I was just like, I, uh, I I get where Tate's coming from. He's the winningest coach of all time. Yeah. That's where we leave it. But who, you know, like what, what else? He's done more good than bad. He's done more good than bad. That's, (laughs) that's how I leave it. I want to ask you like, (laughs) like Michael George retirement. We're like, he's done more good than bad. You know, like, I'll give that to him. <laughs> I'll give that to him. Is there, do you think like Zion's going to be like, what's the biggest name Duke player that's not going to be there? Because the I don't think, guy, I don't think Zion's Well, the big, be there. like the, literally the biggest guy that won't be there is Zion. Um, but the biggest name. <laughs> the biggest name. Uh, maybe Jalil Okafor is the biggest. Uh, yeah. JJ's going. JJ's going. Leitner's going. Leitner's going. Grant Hill's got to go. Grant Hill Jay Williams will be there. Jay Williams will be there. Kyrie. I mean, it's Kyrie. Kyrie's not going to be there. There's no way Kyrie's going to be there. Yeah. I think Kyrie could be there. I've heard some rumblings he might be. Oh, there. really? Yeah. LeBron. I think That's he's going to be there. <laughs> that would be amazing if LeBron was there. If Obama and LeBron were there, yeah. like together. And they gave Coach K oh, no, oh, no, and Peyton Jason Manning. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Romo. Ken Jong <laughs> went to North Carolina because the two Ks. He loves Phelps. Duke. Yeah, that's right. Michael Phelps is the... Is a, Dude, they they were geniuses. They just make, like invite people to go to a game, you know. And make, people are like, "I'm interested to go to Cameron Indoor," and they're like, "They're a Duke fan." Make your make your prediction. Who's the Who's the guy that has? Uh, I'm just thinking of the when Bob Knight came back to Indiana a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. And the, all the all of his former players were around him, but there were you know like the the core the guys, inner, the inner circle. Yeah, there was the inner circle. Mike Woodson and Isaiah Thomas were like right there, like putting their arms around him, all that kind of stuff. Who is who are like the two guys that you're you're saying get get to stand right next to him during the ceremony? It's gonna be a fight. It's gonna be a fight to see who does that because oh. I think that Amaker assumes it'll be him, but as we know, who knows? Dawkins probably assumes he's in there. Chris mm-hmm. Collins assumes that he's in there. Capel assumes he's in there. 
Carowell assumes that he's in there. No. Yes. He's on this staff all, right now. It's all ridiculous. These are all these guys. They, they are all going to be trying to fight. But it, They're going to be the real estate agents in the picture all trying to fight into the picture. Yeah. And, and it's going to be, uh, I, I think JJ might be close by. JJ I think, will be I think close. Kay's going to bring JJ close. Billis will be in there trying to fight in for a spot. I th- uh, I think it's the media. I think it's the media move. I think it's it's it, the, the the three the guys that hold the most weight are Billis, um, Grant Hill, yeah, who, who calls he calls he's the Team Final USA Four. also. Now. Yeah, Grant Hill yep. runs uh, USA Basketball. Does, he's he still calls games for CBS. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Final Four. Yeah, um, and JJ because JJ's now like a media star. So like yeah, they, they he needs J- is Jason Tatum going to be there? No, they're going to play. They got to play probably. Yeah, Quinn know, Snyder. Quinn Snyder will be he, close if he doesn't have a game either. Yeah. Kay loves Quinn Snyder. I think Quinn Snyder is like the insurance policy. Like if everything's going bad with Shire, he calls in the Quinn Snyder put, favor. Put me down for Christian Leitner is shockingly not as close as we thought. Oh, he's the takeaway. He's periphery. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian Leitner, the yeah. guy who is quote unquote the greatest Duke player yeah. of all time. He he's chosen college player of he's all chosen time. Grant Hill over Leitner. Yeah. I think I I'm, my prediction is Leitner is on the fringes of this mob. And, of, and so is Jay Williams. Players. Oh yeah, Jay Williams is on the fringe. Oh yeah, they're they're gonna invite Jay. They're gonna tell Jay the games on Sunday. Yeah, and he shows it's basically up like who's at the who's at the kids table. You know what I mean? Like he might be at the kids table. You know, Danny Ferry is gonna be close by. Elton we should Brand. make a graphic for Fox. Should make a graphic of like which which starting five, which Duke Loser. starting five would you take the Coach K's favorites or the Coach K? <laughs> yeah, the outcast. Honestly, the outcast. The outcasts are nasty. McGetty, McRoberts. I mean, there's. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot Dunleavy? of talent. Yeah, where's Dunleavy uh, gonna be? I honestly, I think Dunleavy's like, he's kind of, you know, how Larry Bird is like past it. You know, like they have these events and everyone's like, why isn't Larry coming? He's like, because I yeah. I've moved on with my life. I think Dunleavy's moved on. Dunleavy's the greatest white guy to go to Duke and and be awesome and play in the. To like, he wasn't hated. Really. To I mean, not be I, hated yeah. and not have like the stink of. I respected Mike Dunleavy. When Luke Kennard followed in his footsteps. I don't think people hated Luke Kennard as much. No. But but it's Mike hard. Dunleavy hard to hate him. Mike Dunleavy was uh he, he broke through. He broke through the mold. I yeah. don't know how he did. Well, it, especially but. he had Lee Melchione next to him. I mean, and Shane Battier. Boozer. Like I mean, there yeah, there's so much focus on Shane Battier like the hatred. Shane Battier is going to be close too. Is Jim Jim, are you just googling Duke players and just no, like but I did, I did just look up Dunleavy's teammates and Boozer was on the Jim's um, like doing the Who's that point guard? For, Ewing? Daniel Ewing? Yeah, Daniel, love Daniel yeah. Ewing. Is he going to be there for he's working it? Is he like Sure. <laughs> He's parking cars. Yeah. Valid. I mean, honestly, that wouldn't surprise uh, me. All right, enough about that. Let's uh let's talk to the real man who is dominating the college basketball world right now after scoring 18 points yes. in Michigan State. Joey last Buckets. Night. Yeah, Joey Buckets, Joey Bronk. We talked to him for like 10 minutes. Here you go. Quick break to talk about Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the service we will be using this year. That's right. We are doing a bracket pool challenge uh here at Titus and Tate, friends of the program. All of you can can sign up. Go to runyourpool.com slash Titus and Tate. Sign up now. Why are we using Run Your Pool, you're asking? Why are we not using those other guys? Because along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X. They have options to edit scoring, and they offer more intel to make your picks. All stuff you won't find with other high-profile pools. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that tournament magic and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Have your clients play. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you will ever find. We believe in Run Your Pool. We think you should, too. We, we we believe so strongly. We will not be doing another pool anywhere else. You will not find us on any other website running a pool. If you want to go up against Tate and I running our brackets, 
You have to go to runyourpool.com slash Titus and Tate. You have to enter our group. You have to do all of this. There will be a cash prize too, Tate. So uh, there, there's not even a, it's, part of the appeal of Run Your Pool is that you don't have to worry about one of us figuring out a way to give you a shout out on the show or whatever the hell else we promise and we never deliver on. There will be a cash prize. You can win it. Go to runyourpool.com slash Titus and Tate. And while you're there, create your own pool for you and your friends. Uh, enter TNT at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. That's T-A-N-D-T. For official rules and details about how you have a chance to win a cash prize, visit runyourpool.com slash Titus and Tate. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part... There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real person. You know, someone who can actually understand your issues and work to resolve them. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. No wonder we call it live customer service. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. He looks like Matthew McConaughey. He plays like Akeem Olajuwon. Mm. And last night, he uh, stole America's heart with uh, 18 points against Michigan State. He came into the game, Tate, having 32 points on the season. Was absolutely electric. Had the, the entire Schottenstein Center eating out of the palm of his hand. His name is Joey Brunk. He yes. joins us now. Uh, Joey... What have the last like 12 to 16 hours been like for you? Oh, it's been a whirlwind. Um, I actually got my score back on my uh, LSAT uh, to go to law school yesterday morning at 9 a.m. Um, went well, so that was like a nice way to kind of get the day rolling. It was a little, little nerve-wracking start to my day at 9 a.m. as I'm logging on to my computer. Um, <laughs> like I really hope my, you know, two and a half months of prep, you know, wasn't for nothing. I'm going to look like an yeah. idiot and have to lie to everyone saying I did well on it. And in all reality, <laughs> I didn't. So I already had all the contingency plans in place. Um, so it's been a, it's been a crazy, crazy day. So you're saying, you're saying as, as I've, I've tried a to tell everybody, student, student athlete. athlete. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what we do at Ohio get your State. LSAT scores. They're yeah. good. And that shoots you to a whole nother level of confidence. And then you drop 18 points yeah. at Michigan State. Yeah, it was a there were there were there were a lot of green lights yesterday. A lot of green lights. <laughs> <laughs> what uh what what has it been like to watch everybody treat you like you're basically me, to be honest? Like like your talent level is me and like you being able to to actually score on a low block is like shocking to people when if you've watched you throughout your career, it's like that's I mean, this man's got moves for days. Yeah. Um have you felt like did, when the crowd cuz it seemed like when you started getting hot the crowd was almost sarcastically cheering for you. It was like chanting MVP. Yeah. yeah. And then like somewhere along the line, they're like, oh my God, like this dude can actually play. So like, what was that like for you? What was some small part of you? Like, what the hell? Like, I'm not like a, not a walk on for God's sakes. Well, that was like kind of one of the things was somebody asked me and you know, they're like, you know, this must just be amazing. I was like, yeah, I mean, it feels good, but do you think I was expecting to go out there and lay an egg? Like I was expecting yeah. to play well. Like I put him the, I've put in I put in this time for 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 a while and had some success. Like I was expecting to play well, um, and I went in with that with that in mind. And, and Joey, on your first basket of this game, you got double teamed. A double comes over, 
and then you you go over your left shoulder and make a little right turnaround hook. And the announcers on the call, I don't know if you've seen the actual game yet. I mean, they were blown away. They're like, this man had a double team go. He goes <laughs> over his left shoulder and makes a turnaround. Like, they were blown away. And then they were saying that you weren't on the scouting report. But I would have to say this. If they brought a double team over, obviously Michigan yeah. State had you on the scouting report. So can we go ahead and say that you were definitely on the scouting report? Yeah, I mean, I I might not have been on the scouting report. You know, I, told, <laughs> I, said, I said yesterday said I haven't done a whole lot this year to put me on the scouting report, so you, you, I can't really fault him for it. But um, but they brought the double. That's out of respect. Yeah, you know I mean that, oh, that's all I, I saw. Know. The du- the double is a is, is is the greatest sign of respect you can get on the low block. <laughs> of, hey, we got to send two your way. That's a that's always a, a good feeling. Uh, Joey, I got to be honest. Um, I was I was ready to hit the panic button. In fact, I may have hit the panic button. On oh, you were distraught after yeah. uh, after the Nebraska loss. And you have breathed new life into me. Um, I, I last night, like I'm wearing now, I'm wearing my OSU sweatshirt. I got yes. my Buckeyes hat. Like I, I want to thank you, Joey. I dusted it all off after last night. And I got to I gotta ask you um, from inside the locker room, what is the vibe around the program? <laughs> what is the vibe around the team as we are, we are in March? Because yes. uh, I'll speak on behalf of all the Ohio State fans. <laughs> Our buttholes could not be any tighter right now with like what happened last year. And like watching, you know, like you guys win at Illinois and everyone's excited. Then we followed up with two losses. It feels emotionally as fans, we are all over the map trying to make sense of this team. As someone who's on the team and, and is inside the locker room, where are you guys at with it all? I think I think we feel good. And, you know, one of the things that uh, I, I had said to the team and um, it's kind of been something that <clears throat> has been like a, you know, just a, said sarcastically in our family that, you know, kind of turn into a little bit of a truth is, you know, we always, my dad would always say the sun comes up tomorrow. Um, you know, I said that to the team after, um, after Nebraska and I said, fellas, we're playing Thursday. It's regardless, sun's coming up tomorrow. So it's, we either get yeah. back to work tomorrow or we send it in. And, um, you know, thankfully we, we were, we were, uh, you know, dialed in and, um, same thing for, for Sunday, you know, last night was great, but that don't mean a whole lot come Sunday. Mm. I love it. I and love the sun it. did come up. You were yeah. right, Joey. We we were locked in. Did you did you uh did LeBron text you? I was curious about that. LeBron's <laughs> a big Buckeye fan. We know that. Did uh did he did he reach out or anything? Did you, I, did you get a text from LeBron? <laughs> no, uh, no text from LeBron. But I got a, I got a message from from ET. So I guess that's pretty. That's, oh, nice. That's, that's pretty close. He was at the game. Yeah, he was at the game last yeah. night. Yeah. I was trying to get his yeah. attention when I was shooting free throws. I tried to get his attention. Uh, I was trying to wink at him, but. I don't think it. I don't think. I don't think we uh, we completely synced up for it. <laughs> and Joey, we have to ask this because Greg Odin is our third co-host, and he's obviously on staff there at Ohio State. Yeah. So we just want to get a check in from your side. You're a fellow big from Indianapolis. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. and bigs get along. They have a separate. You know, they they talk at you know their own. They have their own jargon, their own you know way of living life. So what has Greg imparted to you, wisdom wise, as a big Coach big, Odin? Big, how, yeah, was, Coach Odin. how was Coach Odin yeah. <laughs> helped you along the way? Big to big. You know, I think the first thing is that to be able to like call Gio a, a friend is a pretty, pretty cool thing. You know, growing up and, and watching, watching him play, and um, you know, it's like you know the the success that he's had is is just is remarkable. And to learn from him is is uh, is is just is just a neat deal for me. Just just being from Indianapolis and you know being here at Ohio State, it's kind of the just some of the you know. There aren't that many parallels, but there's enough to to make it pretty cool. 
Nice. What what uh what's the plan with the uh the the lawyer plan? What is the uh what's the move here? How do and most importantly, how do Tate and I take advantage of this? Yeah, we, we need, need a lawyer, a lawyer, and, and all that. Like, what, <laughs> I what mean, kind of law you, are you trying to get into? And I uh, I haven't you know completely um, figured that out. I joked with all of my uh, manager buddies who want to get into coaching and said. You know, whenever there's a scandal involving you guys, at least you have a good lawyer in your back pocket. And, um, That's good the uh, as long as as long as the university is paying for it, we'll jack up the rate, and um, you know, maybe you guys can get a cut out of it too. We'll we'll just we'll just we'll just make it a, a family affair. Um, so yeah, I love that that you you specialize in NCAA scandals. Yes, yes. <laughs> You're like, look, I played this game. I know, I know how it works. Yeah, I might, I might have a little, little insight, little insight scoop on the. On, on on all that so uh joey you're the man we appreciate it making time for us congrats yeah. on uh a, a big game last night but as you said it's in the past the sun comes up we got michigan on on sunday not done yet we're not done yet yeah just uh sure. just here's like i don't know if this is going to help or if this is <laughs> this is going to motivate the team at all but um tell them i said win the national champion <laughs> tell them i said that. And i think yeah, I, 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 it would really be cool if we just won the national championship this year, Joey. So let's let's try to do that, okay? Yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind winning the Natty either. I would not mind that. <laughs> All right. But thanks, man. Thanks, Joey. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate it. All right, let's do a Big Ten Stat of the Week brought to you by Discover. When it comes to your credit card, Discover believes in having real people available 24-7 to help answer your questions. Discover exceptionally common sense. Tate, you want to go first? You want me to start? I can go first. I mean, right. mine's a pretty simple one. This was actually shared with us this morning. It comes from Jared Burson, who uh, I think you got your Big Ten oh, Stat yeah. of the Week from yeah. uh, last week. So shout out to Jared. He obviously knows what he's doing here. This is the Big Ten Stat of the Week. He's a Michigan man, I believe. Michigan man, yeah. giving you Iowa stats. Keegan Murray's last eight games, 25.8 points per game, 61% from the field, two threes a game, two blocks per game. Why does that matter, you ask? Two D1 players over the last 10 seasons have an eight-game stretch, averaging 25 points on 60% shooting with two threes and blocks per game. Luka Garza in 2020-21, early season, and Keegan Murray in the heart of the Big Ten play. Wow. That's a hell of a stat. That might be a big stat for, of the year, dude. Former teammates at Iowa, National Player of the Year, Luca Garza getting back in there, Keegan Murray. Maybe this is his argument for being National Player of the Year. If you show him that stat, how could they say dude, you're not? Jared bringing the heat, man. That is <laughs> that is a hell of a Big Ten stat. Oh, my that God. Is. I'm dizzy after reading it, honestly. <laughs> uh, my Big Ten stat of the week comes to you courtesy of Purdue at Purdue. <laughs> Purdue's my. Stats. Can I just yeah. quickly say Purdue's my favorite Big Ten team to get a stat? Yeah, from, you know what I mean. Oh, they. they Neil Armstrong, shout out to you. Purdue. I, I think I upset Purdue along the line, somewhere along the line, because they, uh, their all their Twitter accounts used to follow me because I and and I, uh, I, yeah, I don't really care that they don't anymore. But uh, they unfollowed you. I, I'm not pointing it out because my feelings are hurt. I'm pointing it out because it's like. I'm trying to track how much they're into Big Ten stat because they, they would do Big Ten stats of the day like crazy. They thought we weren't week. laughing. They thought we were celebrating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I would point it out and then they like followed me and like we had this relationship of I'm a boot. Maybe maybe they don't follow me because I'm a booster and they feel like it's 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 too close. Know, too close. But uh, I don't know. I checked I checked recently and like all the accounts have unfollowed me. <laughs> it's probably because of this. Uh, at Purdue MBB stats is the uh, Twitter account. So love that. If you love Purdue men's basketball stats, that's the account to follow. Underclassmen, which are defined as freshmen or sophomores nationally, with 500 <laughs> points, 140 rebounds, 90 assists, 30 steals, and 15 blocks. Tate, are you ready for the list? This yeah. is the list. Yeah. Jay Nivey of Purdue, Paolo Bencaro of Duke. That's it. That's the list. Gross. They should have done that with it. I think. I think if you do a. Um, 
you finish the tweet with that. That's it. Period. That's the list. Period. <laughs> that really people, tries. Then, it then people were like, "Wow, only they two did. guys." They didn't do that. I wish they would have. Uh, Jaden Ivey has five hundred six points, one hundred forty rebounds, ninety assists, thirty steals, and seventeen blocks. So, if you if if you remember the benchmarks I set, there there were five different benchmarks. Jaden Ivey is hitting on the dot exactly three of them. So they they literally just went to like the basketball reference page, typed in yes his stats. Hit, hit her. And then so who else is doing this? And then literally there was only one other guy, and they were like, "Oh my god, he's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> the best guy that it could be, Paolo Bencaro." And meanwhile, Paolo, I think, has more. No, Paolo has the exact same number of points, way more rebounds, the exact same number of assists, the exact same number of steals, and more blocks. So Paolo is basically better, is what they're, they're like. They put the stat out, and they're basically like, "Paolo Bencaro is better than Jaden Ivey." And I was like, "Yeah, that checks." It. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like weird that they're the exact same. You know what yeah. I mean? But I, I think that the biggest problem with my problem with analytics and all this stuff that happens, you know, this is my old man take, is like the knowledge that the players now know that that stuff matters. They're like trying to make sure they check yeah. those boxes. Yeah. Even even if it's subconsciously. You know what I mean? Well, it's just already in their heads. Like I see guys like R.J. Davis, for example, love R.J. Davis, but he had a half-court shot and he waited until, you know what I mean? And then he and then he threw it up, and I was. What like, he waited till the buzzer? Yeah, and then he shot it because he didn't want because he didn't want to. And, and it was like a little thing, and he probably didn't think about it. And he probably would be like, "I didn't actually do that," but you know, it was like I see it makes you think, makes you think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just get out of these guys' heads. And this stat right here, that's gonna get in Jaden Ivey's head because now yeah. he's like, I need to get some more blocks, I need, I need to get yeah. some more rebounds. Dude, I gotta be Palomik. Jaden Ivey trying to get more defensive stats is actually that's actually never mind. Work that back. It might be good. Uh, all right, let's do some fraud power rankings. As a reminder, this is your last fraud power rankings of the season. So take take diligent notes. Take a uh, deep breath. As we are going into March Madness, this is the last uh the fraud committee will help you. This is it. This is this is all you get. Um that that that's all I'm gonna say. Let's dive into it. At number five, mm. on the final fraud power rankings of the season. Not of the year, because we'll do we'll do if I remember right, fraud power rankings were started during the NBA playoffs. That was yes. the, that was the inspiration behind it, was trying to determine if Doc Rivers or Paul George was a bigger fraud. And it turns out both of them are not frauds. <laughs> both of them were actually really good uh, separately. We'll see. Each other. We'll find out in June. Dude, did you watch last night quickly? The Clippers, Lakers? Oh my God. The Clippers are they were just embarrassing the Lakers. Reggie Jackson was making a mockery of the Los Angeles Lakers. That can't be true. It, exactly. My Lakers? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It cannot be true. Shout out to Russell. Westbrook though he's putting a monster number. <laughs> I saw. I looked it up, dude. He's like averaging like eighteen, eight, dude, and eight. He pulled a Grayson Allen last night. Reggie Jackson literally like skipped a Milu on him. You know, it was like gonna cross him over, and then Russ just stuck his him. leg out to trip him. And I was like, one, Grayson had to respect that, and two, the Lakers. Oh my god, woof. woof. All know, right, well we'll we'll do yeah. NBA. I can't wait for NBA. <laughs> so season. if we were That'll still doing fraud, fraud seasons, yeah. oh my god. Uh, all right, th this week, number five on the fraud power rankings, uh, arena security, Tate, oh. just in general. The, the security guards at arenas all over this country. Um, so we had the the situation with the uh, the storm chasers, as you know, at Arkansas, where they were, were not even allowed entry into the building. They weren't even out of their cars yet. They, were they like had driving. the police escort them out yes. of Arkansas. Were pretty they scary. were driving to the arena. They hadn't even gotten out of their cars. They kind of got like pulled over and said, you can't even go in. And, and there was that whole deal. But put that behind us. We now look to uh, uh, Tuesday night, Boise State, clinches an outright Mountain West title, their first Mountain West title since 2015. A Mountain West title that carries extra weight. This is, this is worth like one and a half Mountain West titles because yeah. Mountain West is really good. Really year. good. Four teams. Four teams in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Um, Boise State wins the league outright. 
half of the fans, half of the students rush onto the floor. There, there is a there is a court storm. It has happened. It is done. There's there's no the, the dam is broken. Mm-hmm. There are a ton of students on the floor. Meanwhile, underneath one of the baskets, students are trying to join the fun, and there are security guards like body checking them, grabbing them by the arm and like pulling them back and telling them they have to stay in the student section. And Boise State has since put out like a uh, an apology. They're like, we never said. They said we accept full responsibility, but this isn't our fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, plausible deniability, our favorite. Um, <laughs> but I saw that video and uh, my blood was boiling. Tate, this was let these kids storm, is what I said. What it what is, is, is? What are these fines? Understand. You know what I mean? Like Greg Sankey, he finds you know Arkansas yes. two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I'll tell you where what is, is that money going? I'll tell you what it is. What is the point of this? It's the NBAification of college basketball. Is what it is, and yes. we, we've talked about this. We we. This, We're leaders on the beat. We, yeah, we are leaders on the beat. There's a cultural war in basketball <laughs> going on. And the NBA is trying to be more like college. It's us and Rick Barry that are <laughs> fighting on the front lines. <laughs> the NBA wants to be more like college. College wants to be more like NBA. And part of that uh, is trying to take away court storming because this would never happen in the NBA. You know that. Never. This, this couldn't possibly happen. Yeah, they don't care. They don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if fans care. The only team that I could, the only like current team that I could see storming the court is Milwaukee. Uh, Memphis. Memphis. Memphis could do it. Memphis, John Milwaukee. Morant, John Morant hits a game yeah, winner yeah, to yeah. beat a team. Those are the only yeah. two I see currently that would do it. Because Warriors, Oracle would have done it. Oracle would have, not at the nah, New Not at the, not the Chase Center. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm calling out arena security. Let the kids storm. It's 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 preposterous. I don't know how we got here as a college basketball community. It's I, I blame it's all of the because of the injury, right? To the to the one reporter that yeah, time. the Iowa State game that yeah. broke his leg. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even because of the. Story. That's who I blame. I blame yeah. all the old people that are like, I not even the people that complain about safety. I blame the people that complain about um, whether this was storm worthy. You know, like yeah, if you're if you're a blue blood, you should. Yeah, that's never, yeah, that, That's what I no. complain about. I'm like no, but I can I like what other but look people look storm. at the problem you've created. Now you've now you've, yeah. you've entered it into the heads of of administrators that there but are your situations. Boise, your Boise State storm. You know what I mean, dude. Your Boise State storm. Absolutely ridiculous. So uh, that's number five. At number four on the fraud power rankings, a man whose name you brought up earlier in the show, Rick Pitino. Oh God, I thought it was Coach K. Rick Pitino on uh, when was this yesterday that he he tweeted uh, uh, two days ago two days ago the Maryland yeah, yeah it was it was Wednesday uh, he he tweeted that the University of Maryland is one of the premier institutions of higher learning its basketball program can be among the nation's best I hope they find the next great Gary Williams I love coaching at Iona and I'm totally committed to my players it will not be me what a great way to end that tweet it will not be me it will not be me Rick Pitino yeah <laughs> that's such like a yeah who will save college basketball. It will not be me. It will not be me. I'm going to steal that. That's a great, like, <laughs> like you guys that. asked me out to dinner yeah. on Friday. You're like, what are you doing Friday? You guys want to, or like, who wants to pick up the tab? I just like stuff. It will not be me. What if it, it becomes your catchphrase and you're like getting married and you're at the altar yeah. and everyone's like, just say it, just you're do like, it, do the line. It, it will not be me. It will um, not be me. But Rick Pitino, I put him on the fraud power rankings because uh, he has ruined the coaching carousel speculation. This is, uh, he did not need to do this. He, he yeah. word had broken, uh, I think like the day before that he was interviewing with Maryland or Maryland. What was it that Maryland, he, reached was, out. he was their guy. I think Maryland reached out, right? To, to get an yeah. interview because they had decided he was their guy. He was the guy. He was yeah. number one target. He was their Brad Stevens. They were going after him. Yeah. And, um, and to be honest with you, great job, Maryland. That would yeah. have been an amazing hire. Duh. Yeah. I, I I don't think it's... I, I we were the first people to say Rick Pitino to Maryland, by the way. I'm going to say Rick and, Pitino to everyone. And everyone thought we were kidding, but we weren't kidding. I uh, I, I love the reaction to <sighs> that. Like, half the people are, are, were, were quote-tweeting it and were saying, 
well, that puts that to bed. And then the other half are like, that means he's definitely. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, honestly, heard this before. Um, but but Rick Pitino did not need to do this. He did not need to uh, to shoot this down. He could have just let this, he, he could have let this fester and, and let you and I speculate about this, move chess mm-hmm. pieces on the board. We could have had some fun. Instead, he has ruined all of that. Um, and it's not even, it's, it's for God's sakes, it's March 4th. Like if you're going to do this, like wait till mid April or something to do this. Like we need, we need this to talk. Well, you know why he's doing this, right? He thinks that they're going to actually make a run in the tournament and he, and the smoke of all of this, he was really worried about. Well, that's interesting because on Thursday, Iona lost at Manhattan. Exactly. The smoke was too much. Manhattan was like, is like a 500 basketball team and Iona is really good. And they lost. They had their win streak snapped. He, so that, he, had, to, he had to nip it in the bud. He was like, I cannot have this parse into the locker room and then have these people get mad at me. So you're saying Maryland's still on the table? I'm saying it's not over with. I'm just saying right now, Rupertino is like, shut it all down because I'm trying to win with Diana. Mm. And he owes that to the Gales. What about Louisville? Louisville should call him. If I was Louisville and I saw Maryland already had him, number one, I'm like, one, that takes the burden off our back of like, why are you guys doing this? It's like, well, in the open free market, he is yeah. valuable. Yes. So we are approaching it like that. He's the hottest coach. He's the best coach on the market. And we have to hire him. And guess what? He's familiar with us. He yeah. knows who we are. And he's got a guy, Tom Jurich. I saw I saw some Louisville people floating that they should just bring him back together. Tom mm-hmm. Jurich and Rick Patino. I love it. And that would be amazing. We said that to Andy Katz like a month and a half. With Coach K leaving and and now Coach K, he can't go back on his word and have his hand all over the program. You know what I mean? He's got to get away. Mm-hmm. So Duke's dead. Louisville, Carolina's been dead. Louisville st- steps in. Carolina, we are who we are. But but Louisville, there you go, Kings of the right. ACC. Or you go to the Big Ten with Rick Pitino. That's even either way, that. Rick. Let us speculate. Let us <laughs> yes, yes. Just Rick. give us that. That's all we ask. Uh, number three on the fraud power rankings. Ooh, Mr. March. Yeah, Tom Izzo. Agreed. And I I put I put Tom is I I didn't put Tom Izzo. I I, I phrased it as Mr. March. And here's yeah. why, Tate. Because uh, what's going to happen? is it happens every year that Michigan State will make the NCAA tournament. Probably. I don't know. The way they've been playing lately, it's it's they're going downhill fast. But um, Michigan State will make the tournament. There will be a ton of people that don't really follow college basketball that closely. Maybe people that are listening to this show that are just tuning in. When the calendar turns to March, they're like, let's let's see what Titus and Tate have to say. Yep. Uh, these people are going to see Michigan State as like a 7 or an 8 seed, say. Michigan State in the 8-9 game, and they're like, oh, I like Michigan State to win that one. And then, oh, my God, Michigan State-Gonzaga. Gonzaga always chokes. Michigan State is Tom Izzo, Mr. March. I got Michigan State over Gonzaga in the, yeah, the yeah. 9-1 game. Yeah. And then once he's in the Sweet 16, oh, my God. He's a Final Four guy. He might be a Final Four guy. Yeah. I, oh, my God. Yeah, that's it. I got Michigan State to my Final Four. Do not do that. I, I am here to tell you, America, <laughs> this is not a Michigan State team mm-hmm. uh, that you are familiar with. They, uh, I, I, I cannot stress it enough. Michigan State will not do anything in this NCAA tournament. Yeah, I. Every Michigan State fan is nodding in agreement. They, they, they are completely lifeless. They are a finesse team. They have no, zero leadership whatsoever. And everything I'm saying, I understand, could be bulletin board material for Michigan State. I believe so little in this Michigan State team right now. Use it. Use it. I, I dare you. I <laughs> Put dare it on your bulletin board. You. Put it on the bulletin board. You know I'm right. You know I'm exactly right. I guarantee whatever Tom Izzo is telling his players in practice right it's now much worse is much, much yeah. worse than what I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they, they have no, zero hallmarks of the, the Michigan State teams of the past that have been, say, like a seven seed or a six seed, whatever, that, that go on runs in the NCAA tournament. It's not, it's not going to happen this year. And Mr. March is, is for, for this year, for this moment in time, Mr. March is dead. Agreed. So, uh, 
That's it. I mean, Joey Bronk ripped rip Michigan State to shreds. Can, can, I mean, we've done this before, Mr. November. Can, can we give Mr. March to someone else? That's the question. Because I think what this means to me with, with the Izzo, I mean, even last year losing to UCLA, it felt like Mick took Mr. March from him. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to say that Mick Cronin uh, is Mr. March, but if they do it again, Titus, if they're if a four seed, does Mick Cronin does it again. I think the difference is Mr. March. he had expectations this year. Yeah. Because part of the Mr. March lure is that we didn't expect anything. This came out of nowhere. No one's expecting much out of UCLA now. That's true. They're waning they're purposely, I That's believe. Because Mr. March. That's true. Well, there you go. Congratulations <laughs> to Michigan State on making the Final Four now that I just... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Clip that. Uh, gave, gave you that to work with. Uh, at number two on the fraud power rankings this week, refs. Yeah, All refs. Always. Every ref. Uh, so originally I had, uh, th- I was going to go in on the Arkansas LSU refs. I don't know if you saw this on a Wednesday night, but uh, I, I was watching that game. Uh, I, I DVR'd it because we were at the Donda, at the Donda situation. But uh, I went home uh, the next morning. I watched the, the LSU Arkansas game and it was an absolute atrocity of uh, officiating for, for multiple reasons. Three guys fouled out. Two more had four fouls. Mm. Um, LSU... I'm I'm Team Muss. You know this, Tate. Yeah. And I like the guy. I'm Team Muss. So this this is not a I I I, I understand. We have far more people that are Arkansas fans that listen to the show than LSU fans. I do not love Will Wade. I do love Eric Musselman. I I would cheer for Arkansas over LSU ten times out of ten. But uh, the refereeing was a little one sided. I would say, and part of that was Jalen Williams took three charges that were among the most preposterous charges I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. This man has taken 48 charges on the season. It is it is spiraling out of control how much like people are talking about it in in SEC like like Arkansas fans are like proud of it, but they know deep down they should not be proud of it because <laughs> they remember Grant Williams, who yeah. might be related to Jalen Williams when I watch him play, the way Grant Williams would flop around for Tennessee. Um it is, but but he took three of the most preposterous I'll, I'll you'll have to look at the clips. It is it is absolutely insane these charges he took. Got every single call on him. Um so that was bad enough. And then J.D. Note at the end of the game travels. He gets yeah. trapped, jumps up in the air, falls down, then gets fouled. He, Arkansas was down one, hits the two free throws. That's how Arkansas wins the game. So I was prepared to call that out. I, I just did right there. But then uh, one uh, a friend of the program named Ron on Twitter uh, enlightened me to this story that uh, Larry Sirodo, I believe is how you say his name, and if not, who cares? Mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Sounds um, Is a, uh, a Big Ten official ref. A big, a big Ten official ref, a Big Ten official Tate is what I meant to say. I was, sorry, uh, he's he's a Big Ten ref. Um, he is also was the Fort Lauderdale police chief, and he had, was just recently fired Tate as the Fort Lauderdale police chief because uh, the auditor of Fort Lauderdale, the city of Fort Lauderdale, for 16 years, who was about to retire. That's how they all are. Every cop is about to retire. Yeah, if, if movies are to be believed. Yes, uh, he was an auditor for 16 years. He was investigating Soroto for having a second job while his timesheet as the police chief said that he was on the clock. So he was like filing these timesheets for taxpayers to pay his salary. And um, he and, and the auditor was like, wait a second, you I don't think you were working then because I was watching the Michigan State Purdue game. And you, were <laughs> and you were refing that game. You were refing that game. Yeah. So uh the the auditor was fired. Like as he was investigating the Fort Lauderdale, the police chief, he was fired. Nice. So it might be literally fraud. This is there like might, this like, is like bloodline. Yeah. This is, yeah. <laughs> this is literal fraud. This is literal fraud happening amongst these college basketball. The refs are literally yeah. committing fraud. Um. So there's that. 
so then like I I was ready to go in on Arkansas LSU refs, and then I saw that story, and I was like, all refs, just throw them together. All yeah. of them, all of them are fraudulent, I guess. My flight, I had a flight attendant friend, and she told me they called it Fort Lickerdale. So every time that you say I hear Fort Lauderdale, I can't think of anything else other than Fort Lickerdale. Um, all I think about is uh, the dollhouse in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> girls, girls, girls. Um, yeah, Jim. Jim. I thought Jim was going to like that. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't uh, he is, uh, by the way, uh, Larry Sirota was is ranked 83 on Kim Palm's ref rankings. He was number five last year. So he's not high. He's not high enough to be a fraud. He's fun. No, he was number five last year. Oh, wow. Saying, oh, oh. So yeah, this it's year. Getting to him. It's getting to him. It's broken him. <laughs> All right. Number one. Um, it hurts. Don't do it. Coach K. <laughs> please, Coach Co- K. please, Coach K. It's not Coach K. This one, this one really, really hurts me, Tate, because you know that the, there's one thing I care about more in this world than anything else. It's that Indiana, it's that in 49 states, it's just basketball. Oh, yeah. But in the state of Indiana, it matters more. It just does. It's mm-hmm. it's it's more important. You saw it with Joey Brown. Yeah. But number one on the fraud power rankings is Indiana as a basketball state, as a whole, the entire state oh. of Indiana. The, the idea that I blame Brad States Stevens. just basketball. I blame Brad Stevens. I am inclined to agree because since Brad Stevens said he's a masshole and he's turned his back on the state of Indiana, here's where we stand as a state, as a state of Indiana. Now, now the impetus behind this, putting Indiana at number one, I will admit, is this past week, Indiana chokes at home against Rutgers out of the tournament, probably. It's going to take a miracle. We're going to have to win at Purdue and um, maybe win a game in the Big Ten tournament. Who the hell knows? But Indiana's out. Indiana's out of the tournament right now. Uh, they choked that away. Um Ron Harper has now hit game winners against Purdue and, and, and Indiana. <laughs> yeah. He's the reaper. So there's that. But then also Purdue, who is, th- this was the best team in school history, quote unquote, the, the first time Purdue has ever been ranked number one. They are third in the Big Ten. So even Purdue, who's like good, is still like not. Not, good. yeah. You know not what I mean? Running the show, yeah. And, and loses to Wisconsin and and lets the, lets the Big Ten title slip away. And it's a down year for the Big Ten. The Big Ten's not even as good as it usually is. Purdue has the best team ever. Third in the Big Ten. There's that. And the team that beat him was supposed to be eighth, right? That was Wisconsin. Tenth. Yeah, tenth. Oh, my God. They were picked to finish tenth. Yeah. Speaking of which, that, that Wisconsin team is 4-0 and against Purdue and Indiana this year. <laughs> <laughs> so they stole they stole the mojo. Uh, also, Purdue and Indiana are the only two teams that Michigan State has beaten in the last month. Literally. In the last month, Michigan State has two wins, and it's Purdue and Indiana. So both of these teams are handing them wins. But it's not just Purdue and IU, Tate. Butler is second to last in the Big East yeah, standings Butler. for uh, the second year in a row. They they are an absolute dumpster fire. There are three Missouri Valley Indiana teams. The Missouri Valley has 10 teams in the conference. There are three from Indiana, Evansville, Valparaiso, and Indiana State. Of the 10 teams, these are the seeds in the Missouri Valley tournament. Seven, nine, and 10 are the Indiana teams. They are at the bottom of the Missouri Valley. Um, Evansville played Valpo in the first round yesterday. Valpo blew them out, so Evansville's season's done. Indiana State lost to Illinois State. Their season's done. They suck. Valpo, That's Lick Letter, right? Lick Letter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Valpo sucks. Uh, the Pacers are tanking, which is made worse by the fact that they, they they can't even tank right. Like, they're beating the Celtics. They're beating the Magic. They can't even figure out how to tank yeah. correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father went to a, 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 the Big Ten women's tournament the other day, and uh, he reported back to me that the Conseco Field, whatever the hell they call it now, it used to have in the in the hallways, they used to have these, like, shrines to Indiana basketball like pro, college, high school, everything, just let like, you know, in 49 states, it's best. Yeah. He said all of that is gone. All of the artifacts are gone. It is like a sterile. He said it's a concert venue now. He's like, it's not even a basketball venue. All of that is gone. That feels fraudulent. Ball State sucks. Um, what else is the Crossroads Classic where all the, the four big Indiana schools come together and play. Mm-hmm. This was the last year for it. It's officially dead. Um, 
I don't know, man. DePaul doesn't have a head coach. Brad Stevens won't answer their calls. We we have this is DePaul with the W with with the with the W yeah the Brad Stevens <laughs> yeah. alma mater. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame is back to relevance. There's that you, we can hang our head on that, but like even then, but the disrespect for the ACC, they don't they, right. they can't get any credit. Yeah. I will say P- Purdue Fort Wayne has won ten straight, and they are the two seed in the Horizon tourney, but they're probably not going to make the NCAA tournament. Cleveland State is is considerably better than oh, the wow. team. I yeah. I think they beat Cleveland State in three overtimes earlier, but there's that. Um, and then we have the high school tournament, and like I don't know, I, there's that. I have hope in like Fort Wayne. There, there's still that good. There's still like hope that like a semi-state game in high in the high school tournament can be played in front of like nine thousand people, and that gets shared on Twitter, and people are like, "Damn, it is bigger in Indiana." But right now, the state of basketball in Indiana, in the state, has never been worse. And you know what the worst thing about it's never this? been worse. Wednesday, Mad Dog from Mike and the Mad Dog, Mad Dog Russo went on first take and gave the take that Larry Bird is better than LeBron James and gave a very inspired argument. But he was just getting, obviously, roasted by obviously everyone. Obviously getting killed. And, yeah. and everyone's like, Larry Bird is a carpenter. Larry Bird's a janitor. Oh, Larry, you know, these are all the comments. And I was thinking to myself, the the public opinion of Indiana basketball is so far off. I mean, and I'm dealing with it. You know what I mean? It's so far from reality, but it is, like you said, it's fraudulent. It's bad. It's fraudulent. It's it's it, I can't defend it. I I yeah. I, I want to. Uh, I'm gonna go home and and watch Hoosiers like three. I think what we need is Larry Bird to play LeBron one on one. Flaming horse at least. Uh, IU Purdue is on. That, that's a great lead into IU Purdue on Saturday the rematch. Yes. Get excited, America. Um, no, the I I had I I I don't know. I was I I I saw the landscape of it all and I was like, man, this is so sad. What's happened to? Because that's all I really care about. People people will get confused yeah. why I care so much about Indiana and why I care so much about Brad Stevens going back to you. And I was like, man, it's just about like, I, I need the state of Indiana to, to be a basketball be a basketball state. state. This yeah. is important to me. And right now, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. The best high school program in the state is La Lumiere, which is like basically the Donda Academy, the that's original the, Donda Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where uh, LaMelo went, right? Yeah. I think. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot LaMelo of LaMelo went everywhere. LaMelo went everywhere. <laughs> so it's all good. Uh... <laughs> That's it. Shout-outs, closeouts. What do we got? Oh, man. I wanted to shout-out, uh, obviously, you know, Coach K uh, and of course. the farewell tour that of we're going to see tomorrow. I also wanted to shout-out all the journalists. Have you seen all these stories? The journalists that stayed in Krzyzewskiville, like, you know, it's like, I've seen one that's like 32 days in Krzyzewskiville. I've seen another one that's like 10 nights in Krzyzewskiville. And it's like all of these leading up to the final game, and then it's like insider firsthand reporting that's going on. And I wanted to shout out the to the journalists that are boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Getting man, into Chesseyville, uh, figuring out what it's like. I mean, it is not for the faint of heart, and it's also not where you want to be. You know what, what I mean? What are they reporting? They're just like kids are doing their homework and kids are sick. Like yeah. every no, they're like this every is, three hours somebody comes no, over. No, it's like interviews, like and they ask people about like Coach K and how much he means to him and they say well, like, like what I, the idea of like staying in Shashkiville as though it's like like your Hunter S. Thompson exactly like, Gonzo yeah, it's, it's Gonzo <laughs> journalism so shout like, out to Gonzo what journalists you, <laughs> unless you're telling me it. they're just like ripping lines of coke every you know which they might be which like I you mean, know then that would mean the Kville has changed a lot I, I, I'm I think you're right I think they're it. reading their biology books with the flashlight and they're yeah. like who's John Shire yeah, like what? What? I don't understand that. that. That's a story that seems like a great idea in your head, and then you go there and you're like, "This is." Well, there's a lot of those. That and I don't mean to pile on Kville because that's probably true of just about any student section that's camping out in 2022. I'm sure back in like the 80s and stuff, it was the Wild West. Of course, you know, the 80s and 90s. Just, I think like Jimmy Buffett played there, like in the 80s. <laughs> like he like literally, went, like I'm not even kidding. I think he like literally went in the middle of Shashkiville. Literally. 
That might have been the highlight of uh, Uh I want to shout out Patrick Ewing for uh, getting the vote of confidence from his athletic director, Lee Reed, which is definitely not the kiss of death. Do not misinterpret it as that, Tate. Uh, what did he say? He said, in this ever-evolving landscape <laughs> of college athletics, we are committed to Coach Ewing, and we are working with him to evaluate every aspect of the men's basketball program to make the necessary changes for him to put us back on the path to success for next year. Uh, they're working to evaluate every aspect except the head coach, it seems like. So they're definitely not going to fire him. And yeah. I actually believe I don't I, I think Patrick Ewan will be back. I think yeah, yeah. Patrick Ewan was named anything else, he would his ass would have been fired a long time ago. But they, they also mentioned that he won the big east last year as yeah. like proof that he it's like he was hot for five days. <laughs> but like the, So that's why we're keeping him around for the next But those private year. institutions, you know, I mean, they're kind of like I mean they want to hold on to what it was, you know? So they're trying yeah, to, hold, I, I mean, know. you know, they're, know. they're just trying to have something. Is, to be I, I had this thought though. If, if, if Georgetown does move on from Patrick Ewing, is it a Sean or an Archie job? Uh, How do you see that one? That's a Sean job. I think you think it's Sean. Yeah. Okay. I think Archie's more, uh, like NC state, like more of a, like, state yeah, school. I didn't know. It was a good, it was a good, I, I really don't know where I land. It was if you give Sean, test. if you give Sean Miller a private school like that, that has some cachet and it got Jordan brand, I yeah. promise you, you're going to get a number one pick. Like yeah, you're going to get Jordan, one player. That's like, wow. How did this guy go to George? I think you're right. Jordan probably makes it more of a Sean school. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, I want to shout out, uh, Jawan Howard as well. Speaking of former NBA guys who are, who are coaches, uh, who is in fact, not worse than Phil Martelli because Iowa yeah. smoked Michigan. So that was a good that was good for Jawan yeah. Howard. Yeah. Do you think Jawan Howard's cheering us? I think so. <laughs> I mean, I, I blame Hunter Dickinson. He's the one that tweeted. Some guy got really upset that I said January, February Martelli. As if it was like me saying, yeah, that we, it. yeah, like Michigan fans are now upset that people are floating the idea that, that Martelli's. Better with, I was Martelli. like, the play, literally the your best player, not only your best player, your only player, your only player that's worth a damn is like <laughs> January, February Martelli. Yeah. Uh, um, Iowa's on a tear. Shout out to Iowa. Shout, uh, Iowa's eight and one in the last nine. They they they've tied it up defensively. Big ten stat of the bit. week. Yeah. Uh, they they. <laughs> They are an interesting team, and all all the times we've talked about uh, teams from the Big Ten that might like the, I've gone through the national title chances that the Big Ten has a handful of times on the show. I've never once mentioned Iowa. I don't think Iowa has a chance of winning the national title, but I, they should have been in the conversation. That's important as we as we talk about on the people show. like to be in the conversation. Being in the conversation is important. Yeah. Iowa, you're officially in the conversation of teams from the Big Ten that can't win the national title. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> I will officially mention you now. As teams that will fall short. <laughs> um, another team that won't win the national title. Arizona State has won six to seven. That's a Pac-12 tournament team, you know. Like that's the Oregon State from last year. Mm-hmm. Take them. I uh, if they're I, they're an eleven twelve seed that gets in the day, you know, because they. I won. don't know what the bracket looks like if if they would meet up, but an Arizona Arizona State Pac-12 title game. <sighs> Arizona State has to win it to make the tournament, and and Arizona might need to win it to get a one. Oh my god. Would Arizona so would win. Yeah, they would. But like going into the game, it'd be it would be a lot of hype. It'd be a lot of hype. I'd yeah. be very excited about. Good that. for Bobby Sachs, by the way. Yeah, he got it back. Robert Sachs is <laughs> he's back. Swept the mountain trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Destroyed Oregon. He figured out something. I don't know what he figured out. Um, but he figured out something. That's all I got. You got anything, Jim? Shout out Tate for bringing us to Donda. I wanted yeah. to go see that my whole life. <laughs> Ever You've since been a I was a little boy. A yeah. 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 And also shout out to the guy at Donda who was wearing the black rain boots, which I wanted to do. Yeah, you wanted the boots. Like, to be funny, but that guy was just seriously wearing black, like, galoshes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, it, it, 
Is, Con- there, is there Con- more to it? Or Kanye wears Balenciaga boots. Yeah, he wears like, some oh, crazy boots. To his knee. Yeah. yeah, this guy was wearing the boots from like you know. I'm out of the loop. So the, I was just the old guy. <laughs> you're, like, you're like boots. Uh, boots. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a guy. The old guy from Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The neighbor was like, yeah, the murderer or whatever. <laughs> do you like the Do you like the old salt man or the pigeon lady in Home Alone Two better? I like them both. Just power rankings. Who's they on should, your, they who's should, on your uh, creepy old person? They that's, a buzz, that's a BuzzFeed article right yeah. there. Do they have a podcast? They should. Yeah. They should have a, them two should have a podcast. I think. <laughs> yeah. Talk about the making of Home Alone. Um, Is that it? That's all I got. We're doing a show tomorrow after uh, after Carolina Duke. Yeah. Uh, there there are other good games too we'll talk about. I mean, like Kentucky's playing at Florida. Um, I use at Purdue. I don't know. But Duke, Texas, Carolina's Kansas. Yeah. You know, Duke Carolina's the one, so we'll uh, we'll be doing that on Saturday night. Is as, it the one? We have done. <laughs> we'll see. As we have done before, we uh, we head out on Sunday to the Big East tournament. Tate. I know we're flying to New York. I can't believe we're going to be in New York for a week. Yeah, if you're going to be there, hit us up. We'll uh, I don't know. Do, do, they, do they have bars in New York? Like, is that like a thing? Is there like a bar? Yeah, there's culture? like three. They have they, they have three bars. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll go to one of the three. Uh, they have March. They're closed. <laughs> we're staying in Manhattan and going to MSG for the game. So no, this we're is... staying out by St. John's. Oh no! Yeah. Okay, so we're staying in yes. Queens. Okay, we're staying in Paramus. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were going to be in Piscataway, New Jersey. We'll uh, see you guys later. All right, that's the show. Uh, see you guys next time. You hear our voices. We'll be celebrating um, the big North Carolina win over Duke. No, I don't say that. Knock wrong? on wood. Congrats, Coach K. You did it again. <laughs> <laughs>